Got mail. I wasn't gonna do the voice, but I thought about it. I thought you were just gonna put in the audio clip of it. Oh shit! <laughs> Should have done that. This is we're using all this that's though. Like, I'm not, not gonna. Meta anymore. I'm done. <laughs> what do you mean no? It's just not meta anymore. We're using all of this. Young you can't say that. Get it. You can't say that. Yeah, right? yeah, that's, that's copyright. That's Zuckerberg. <laughs> you can't Wait, Zuckerberg. What's, what's copyright? Zuckerberg. Yeah, you heard him. <laughs> Uh, Meta's copyright. Meta, oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Metaverse, yeah, which we're not saying. Well, we've already said it twice. I'm not bleeping it. <laughs> because we're not using any of this. Oh, we're using all of it. I already uh, said the title of the movie, and that's where you? I'm starting. I said, you've got mail, and I then I kind of... I started to say you've in the cadence, and then I quickly switched cadences because <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't want anyone to be confused. Right, yeah, right I don't in the center of that. We opened the mail, and it was spam. Yes, that's what happened. Flag it, send it back. Block sender. Block sender. <laughs> Can I get the spam filter on the phone? You've Got Mail is a 1998 romantic comedy with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, and it sucks absolute shit. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Here's the quick That's synopsis of the movie. Tom Hanks Tom Hanks owns a, uh, we'll call it a Borders or a uh, Books Fox. a Million. He owns Fox. He owns Fox. Well, I'm trying to give it a Fine. reference point for if you Amazon. haven't seen this movie. Luckily. Literally a Barnes & Noble. Sorry. Yeah, it's a Barnes & Noble's like. It's a, a big book you know, low cost. We're putting out all the small bookstores kind of seller deal. And uh, Meg Ryan owns a bookstore, small bookstore that is a direct competition with Tom Hanks's big box Fox oh, store around the corner bookstore. If I had a notebook this week, I would be able to tell you that. Which is the name of the play that this movie is based on. Yeah, this movie actually is inspired by like four different things, and they all sound better than this. The play and the musical are. Both this is the only this. one that uh, tries to justify the infidelity between. The two parties. Which yeah. neither of them seem too broken up by. Yeah, well, that's, Either part that's, of the that's to make them see less shit, seem less shitty, yeah. which is done all in about the last half hour of the movie. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. Anyway, they, they're in direct competition. Uh, meanwhile, both uh, both of our actors here are in an uh, online relationship. They met through a chat room, and they have been, uh, we'll call them e-pen pals for the last, is a timeline defined months, weeks? Some amount of time they've been talking Probably to each other. Probably a year is what I was guessing. They don't know each other until they randomly meet. Uh, well, randomly, it, but it's, it's accelerated. It's a it's a more of a it's more of a forced meeting when Joe Fox brings his nieces and nephew. No, aunt and brother. Aunt and brother. Yes. Oh, I forgot. They how have blended family. Oh, right. Yes. He brings two children to her <laughs> bookstore, and uh, they they meet, uh, not knowing that they know each other online. They encounter each other in real life and form a uh, antagonistic relationship, and then eventually he finds out that she is in fact the person he's been talking to. When they decide to meet up online after several encounters in real life already, and it all going to uh, always coming to some type of argument. Uh, movie progresses. Both people who are already in relationships, those relationships fall apart due to the detriment of the partner, not our actors who are actively engaged in infidelity, and uh, they end up leaving their respective relationships and getting together. In what was probably the most confusing climax of the entire film, uh, where Tom Hanks finally reveals that he is in fact the person that Meg it Ryan just took talking too fucking to. long for her to figure it out. It's about an hour after he finds out that he reveals it to her, and he uses that information to manipulate her into liking him. Yeah, uh, and then she accepts all that and confesses that in fact she wanted it to be him all along, and they get together, and that's the end of our film. And the book story does go under. Her bookstore does yes. go out of business. Yes, previous to the end of the movie. And that doesn't change. And uh, that's the, the, the high points, we'll call so, it. So I guess she really doesn't need a bookstore because she's married to a multimillionaire. Right, yeah. Right. yeah she yeah. gets a book corner in his store. Right. She could do whatever she wants with his bookstores at this point. I don't remember if they dedicate anything in the name of her mom. Is that a thing that happens? Like, like, she's very concerned throughout most of the movie preserving her mom's legacy. And then and when then she immediately ditches about that. there's a very there's a moment they're standing in that park you can see it in her brain where she starts to cry and you're like oh uh, I wish it was you all along it's like oh there's where the legacy is abandoned <laughs> you can see it right there that's, that's where the legacy it's, dies it's never leaving this bridge <laughs> uh, that's I mean that's the story bridge scenes in romance movies are done yeah for this sure. was 1998. 
It was overdone in 1998. I think the it was overdone in 1945. Had already happened. <laughs> you say it was done in 1998? I bet the first romance film had two had the the girl and the man on a bridge, yeah. and it was overdone then. First film. All uh, those romantic scenes in the Bible, really. I was recently kind of recommended a movie uh, called "They Came Together" by nice, uh, my sister and her husband, <laughs> and. It was a parody of this movie, and I hadn't seen this movie yet. So I watched the parody of this movie before I watched this movie. I remember that shit now. <laughs> that movie was retarded. <laughs> In a uh, good way. Yeah, you recommended it to me. I know, it was crazy. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, watching the parody before the actual movie was weird because. So, in that, in the parody. It's a candy shop. A large candy company is shutting down a small candy company. Okay. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just funny. Funny watching an original movie that a parody is based off of second. And this is like, well, and this is even like the fifth adaptation of this right. general yeah. idea. I mean, that movie ended up being more of a general parody of, of rom-coms in total, but mm-hmm. the overall theme was definitely from... Unless I'm misremembering this, I'm, I, and I mentioned it earlier, I think, I, I'm pretty sure this is the only one, the only variation of this story where they get together, and it's a happy ending. The only thing I saw in the trivia was that this was the only one where they had other partners. Yes, where the other partners That's had the only other thing partners. I, yes. I don't know if there is a happy ending to all the others. I don't know. But there are so many. There's literally like... A book. There's two plays, a, play, a book, and another and, movie. Right. Yeah. And it's, that's crazy to me that this concept has been passed around. Yeah, so we're just going to keep rewriting it, basically. It's not <sighs> even that good of a concept. Right. It's, it's not, not. It's not. The thing I liked about this movie most was conceptually in 1998, the fact that, like, there's a relationship happening, then there's the other relationship that they don't know about, and then the third relationship they also don't know about like you're saying the online relationship <clears throat> and then the the cheating relationship right and well then there's the, also like the friendship the right the, the initial friendship thing. okay like so when we first see the movie in the opening they pass each other unknowing each other right which is insane right how many the fact times they, right. all of the fact mm-hmm. they run into each other a hundred times in new york city is insane doesn't it's not, insane would never happen but then they finally meet each other don't really have a connection. Like, she doesn't know he owns the bookstore putting her out of business. He doesn't... Well, I guess he does know she Yeah, he knows. Yeah, that's yeah. because he literally shopped there. Um, but neither of them know they're talking to each other online. Right. And then they get to a point where they do both know each other's situation, like the, that he owns the bookstore. And they're still seemingly a little bit interested in each other, even if it is antagonizing. She, she expresses a lot of... Uh... I don't, her character is super weird because she expresses a lot of like get away from me I don't want to talk to you right now but yeah. also entertains a lot of his nonsense and then just continues the conversation yeah <clears throat> but then that's happening while the the online relationship is still happening and and then eventually he finds out and I just think in 1998 maybe I don't was email always a, a part of this the story the, the story no, right. was, was it in the 40s actual yeah. letters yeah, so actual yeah. like Yes, yes. I think that's interesting for 1998. You know, they, they were like, "Oh, let's." I think somebody this saw this story email. and was like, "Oh, here's a way I can adapt this that hasn't been done before sure. because computers now." Right. And then that's, that's exactly what Meg Ryan got her first computer during the making of this movie. Really? Yeah, that was wow. a fun bit of trivia for you. Wow. I know. Best trivia about the film. That's not the best trivia about the film. Oh, actually. hit me with the best. Uh, the best trivia about the film is the reason that Dave Chappelle was casted for this movie. Oh, what's the reason? Oh, I did wonder why Dave Chappelle. Did you look this up? No, I didn't. Uh, I now can't remember oh. the other Tom Hanks movie that he was supposed to be cast in. There was another role he was up for that he turned down because he thought it was going to flop. And <laughs> uh, it didn't. It was like it was hugely popular. And uh, Tom Hanks told him he would make it up to him and cast him for this. And he took the role because he assumed it would be a hit, and it was bummer. not. That's yeah, I wish I could remember for the life of me what other Tom like Hanks in '99. This was a pretty uh, right. Pretty and that's the movie. other thing is, it, and I think it still is. Like I think as far as rom, it did not go, do well box office. People wise, who like rom coms, I think that's because it was getting close to the end of the reign of Meg Ryan. Like she'd done four or five movies, and people had gotten oh, tired of her ass. I do not like her acting. 
I don't either. No, I didn't either. I'll be honest, even Tom Hanks' acting wasn't great in this movie. I actually yeah. thought he was he played a really good asshole. His char- both of their <laughs> characters are terrible. Sure. And his is probably the worst one. Like ri- he's written to be uh, an unlikable human. And yet he's still likable. No. Because he's Tom Hanks. No. Nah, he's a shit. He's a shit. <clears throat> yeah. He's when just you break a shit. It down, he, is, he was. No, I mean shit. in the movie. Especially after exactly. he realized. Yeah. yeah. And but he, he plays like, that character really well. And he's an asshole. Man. If you want to harp on one scene that I think is probably the best scene in the movie, it's the grocery store scene where she's checking out and she goes to the cash only uh, line yeah. and she's like, I only have my card because I'm a fucking oh, yeah. idiot. He's super sleazy in that scene. And uh, everybody in line is immediately upset. They're like, get out of fucking line then. And she should get out of line because everybody here is pissed off she's already. Way out of line. Yeah, and they're like, get out, get out of here. And the guy who's behind her is the best part of this whole scene. Easily, he, yes. Losing his mind. And Tom Hanks' character comes up and offers her money. Excuse me, and she won't accept it. So he, instead of paying her bill with cash, which he could have done, it would still would have been a dick move. Yeah. He instead is super condescending to the to, to the cashier, okay. checking her out, and is a like a complete asshole to her. Basically, forces her, like verbally abuses her into using the credit card machine, and then uh, leaves. Yeah, and she has to then check out. Yeah, and everyone is just pissed off at her, and she's just oh. like, okay, this is fine. Yeah, I hated that scene. Yeah. It's the best scene in the movie. Hi, I'm Henry. Is, uh, That's what it is. Yes. Henry. Hearing the yeah. dial-up sound, I think, was the best scene in the movie for me. Uh, you just don't hear that anymore. Yeah, right. And that's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's an awful sound. It's, yeah, that sound gave me nightmares. But it was nostalgic. Oh, the dial-up sound? Yeah. Yes. I freaking hated hearing that. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Like, it was one of those things where like you pick up the phone to call somebody and all you hear is... <laughs> rear, rear, and I was like, God. Uh, I don't the old hear. days. I, okay, it was Forrest Gump. He was going to be... Oh, he was no! Gonna, yeah. He was going to be Lieutenant He was going to be Bubba. No! He was going to be Bubba. No! He, I'm, I'm so glad he turned that down. Yeah, he turned that no. down. No! I would never want to see Dave Chappelle be Bubba. Oh, that just would not but be But it was good. Dave Chappelle before he was, like, famous. It was 98 Dave Chappelle. He was just an actor in the 90s. That would have ruined the Dave Chappelle that we learned afterwards. Probably, because he would have been fucking filthy think of what it would have... Yeah, he would have been doing, like, his career for movies. No, what did the guy who played Bubba in real life I guess that's true. He didn't but I don't know if he wanted I don't to do anything else. But I would love to see the uncut Dave Chappelle version of Half Baked. It <laughs> never got released. Like the the five hour I want to see the version of Half Baked that stars the guy who played Bubba. <laughs> their, their life trajectories oh, just swap. <laughs> if Dave Chappelle takes the role, he just ends up as nobody, and then this guy yeah, becomes yeah. a famous comedian. Yes, I I love Dave Chappelle in this movie though. I don't think he's utilizing this movie. Not at all. all. Not by any means. But every time he is, it's so good. The only time he is is when he's spying on Meg Ryan's character at the restaurant. Yeah. Where he goes to scout it out. And that's the only funny bit he gets the whole movie. He says the same line three different times at three different situations, which is, she could be a real dog. Yeah. He says it a lot. (laughs) And it killed me every time. I loved it. Uh, Imagine that character played by Steve Buscemi, though. (laughs) <laughs> Which one? Meg uh, Ryan? could be a real dog. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like me. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> uh, uh, there are some other like random lines of dialogue said by side characters, like George, the guy that works at the shop around the corner, uh, where he goes, I'm going to the nut shop where it's fun. Because <laughs> he's leaving the, the bookstore. Uh, yeah. Uh, his When they're in the boat and his dad is like, uh, the bigger boat next to it. Yes, yeah, and it's. Uh, but then they, they're just talking. He's like, "I remember when I left your mother." Yeah, for my and it, and it just ends up being his yeah. babysitter. He just leaves for the nanny like three times. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Got and then eventually she left for another nanny. Was that how was the current nanny? Oh, yeah. yes. And I don't his current understand wife. how the little girl was his aunt and the little because his grandfather was having kids still. Yeah, is that what it was? Oh, with the that's uh, how he has different nannies. Yeah. Okay. His yeah. grandfather. Yeah. They just didn't go into it, and at the again this, in 1998, sort of, that was there's there's the scene where like they're all they're all together as a family, and both his father's wife and his grandfather's wife are both like feeling him up. Yeah. Tom Hanks. Uh, yes, right. yes, I remember that. And that's how he gets an aunt who's much younger than him. Yeah. How did anybody feel about all the Godfather bits? Lame. Yeah, and just, I haven't seen it. Not for me. I I think it's a like it was an okay bit in yeah. the '90s, probably. I still think like people reference The Godfather. It's apparently, because Tom Hanks is actually a huge Godfather fan. Right. Like, Did um, you read that bit about like him hosting 
showings of the Godfather. And oh Godfather yes, and stuff like yeah, that. yeah. I don't know. He apparently is crazy about the Godfather. Yeah, those are typewriters, which is expressed through Meg Ryan's yeah. boyfriend's mm-hmm. character vaguely in this movie. His obsession with typewriters, yes. but he's a writer as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks is, is just inexplicable. Kind of, a, he's a narcissist. Uh, uh, what's her name's? Oh yes, yes. He's obsessed with his himself. Yeah, himself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he ends up with that girl who's obsessed with herself, like a match yeah. made in heaven. If we want to talk about that vaguely, I feel like both of their spouses are unoffensive for most of the movie until there's a hard cut and they need to make both of those characters unlikable. There's a and stuck in the elevator scene in this movie. It's fucking terrible. It's so she cute. turns it's the most it's the most like turn on a dime character interaction where her character up until then is that she's kind of ditzy and not really like involved with his life or just anything. Yeah. And then they turn her from like completely unoffensive, like basically non-existent person who he ignores throughout the entire movie. Until verbally abusive. Until verbally abusive, huge asshole. They have to make her more of an asshole than he is, which is a tall order. And they do it in in the span of an elevator ride. Yeah. And it's hard to fucking watch and part, like just parse that. a broken down elevator ride. Yeah, I guess, but still. It's it's hard. It's fucking bad. And then they, they don't, they go about the other guy much in a much weirder way. Yeah, they just have a conversation. They just kind of are both, both cool like, with it. They're like, yeah. oh, we were both seeing other people. We're both not interested Me. in each other. Cool. Yeah. All right. Which, which they could have done with out, Tom yeah. Hanks, probably. Right, like, they probably could have. There's yeah. no reason like not to just have it be uh, we've grown apart. Uh, but also, neither of those characters really needed to exist. Like, the infidelity aspect. No, they didn't. Need, they are really largely ignored throughout most of yeah, the movie. They didn't really. Like, they don't, usually tacked on. Yeah, really it only serves to make both of their characters worse, in my opinion. Like it makes Mick Ryan kind of a piece of shit. Makes Tom Hanks kind of a piece of shit. They're yeah, both actively movie, seeking other this relationships. Movie is completely different if they're both single, just trying to find a, you know, right. It make him divorced or his wife died. Make her, you know, if they were like some way sympathetic. But it's what we're left with is <laughs> guy who is an asshole CEO billionaire. Who cheated on his girlfriend and and puts the woman that he's manipulating into falling in love with him out of business? So that is she forced to be in, in a relationship with him? Yeah, not well, literally, I, but I asked two different times while watching this movie with my friend who I was watching the movie with if he was gaslighting her. Like, at what point does this get classified gaslighting? The, when he finds out it's her, and right. when he knows 100%, who hundred percent, right? they are, and okay. she doesn't know who he is yet. Yeah, yeah, that's and he's using both. From, his actual talking with her and the email talking with her to make her to fall, make in, love her fall in love with him. Yes. yes, and he's doing things to like endear him, like the Pride and Prejudice stuff. Even from the moment he goes into the cafe and starts working the Pride and Prejudice angles, he's already using privileged information right. to manipulate her yeah. and make her like him more, which he does for the next half hour yeah. or more. Literally the entire the back yeah, half of the movie. Of yeah, it's probably the, the last hour of the movie. Of yeah, movie. and it's crazy. Like. Every single minute that we went further into that movie and he didn't tell her, I was like, this movie should have ended an hour ago. The idea, and, it, and it really stretches out. Like, eventually it gets really obvious. Like, every time yeah. they go to meet up, she goes to the place. New York 152 isn't there. But, oh, here comes freaking Joe Fox around the corner with flowers and chocolates. And it's like... She still doesn't get it. Like, she hasn't figured this out. And then you're like, she's going to get it this time. And then there's another scene where Joe Fox comes around the corner with chocolates and flowers. Oh, I didn't know you'd be at the flea market today. How funny. And it's just like, shoot me. The idea that this movie is supposed to culminate into what is supposed to be a very romantic and, like, emotional scene where they finally confess their love for each other. And it's not super gross. And they try to sell it to me that it's not super gross. It's fucking offensive. Yeah, this it's movie. Fucking... Were, if this movie were made right now, up to the end, the end, she would have been like, "So, so you've been gaslighting me this whole time," and then it would have ended the way it should have. Yeah, uh, you give Meg Ryan too much credit. Right, she didn't seem that intelligent. Right, that scene where she was sick in her apartment. And she kept making that scrunchy face yeah. in her bed. Yeah. Oh, I really like wanted to choke her. Here's how we make this movie better. Here's if it the, ended, if I may, here's a gravy yeah, cut for you. Here's how I'm going to sell you. Here's how I'm going to sell you. Here's how I'm going to sell you. Everything that happened in this movie still happens, but it happens about a half an hour quicker. And the last half hour of the movie is her sister 
sitting with her in an insane asylum, explaining to her why she had to get her out of this abusive relationship and how all of these things were terrible. And it goes back to the movie and shows how he was hitting her the whole time. And you're like, oh, okay, this is a horror movie now. And it ends as a horror, she gets recovery, and then they have to go after Tom Hanks, and he kills himself. You know, realizing <laughs> realizing what happens. I don't know if that's a better movie. but it, I mean, movie. I guess it's a I'd better movie. I'd rather watch that movie. That's a better yeah, movie. Right, yeah, yeah, right. I'll give you, it's movie. definitely a better movie. That's a better movie. I don't know if it's the movie we need or want. I don't want to see mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody wants to see that movie. You would, it would pay a slow pan like uh, Shawshank. You'd see him put the gun in his mouth and then... <laughs> Bang! <laughs> I think you get to see the full brunt of that. You... Not as it happens, but they do show his head on the... You'd still desk. see that, yeah. You'd see that. Oh, you'd still see oh, that? I don't know if I'd It would pan back. It, it would be like a circular. It'd pan around the room, and then you'd hear a bang when you're facing the opposite wall, and then it pans And then they'll linger the on the bottom. payphone for no apparent reason. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They'll, the t- they'll, give, you the they'll give you a <laughs> shot of the hallway for like 15, 20 seconds. Yes. Perfect. We'll get Scorsese to do it. Yeah. Yeah, really he loves Scorsese. Tom Hanks would love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's basically a Godfather film at that point. Boom, sold. We fixed it, everyone. Wow, we, we, we came in real short on this. Yeah, you got. We got. We got to fill Hanks some time. Is okay. Nothing more than an agent putting Meg Ryan's back in the Matrix. Whoa, that's pretty big. That's pretty easy. Email. <laughs> Using email. Using email. Okay. That's not bad. And dial up internet. Like it was that. all an ad for American Online and Starbucks. There was a lot of AOL product placement. At the end of this movie, Tom Hanks wakes up One in his bed it. and it's One all did. been a dream. <laughs> yeah. Oh, again. What did you say? At the end of the movie, it's all been a dream. Meg Ryan was dead up. the whole time. Oh, I was expecting at one point for when Tom Hanks got on his boat, it to just become Castaway. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have been I, I, I thought that, that the, uh, the writer with the typewriter obsession would just wake up in bed next to a guy and it's actually him dreaming in the movie as good as it gets. <laughs> I had the strangest dream. Wow. Is there any movie that Tom Hanks has been in where he's had a healthy relationship with a woman? Big? No. <laughs> no. Oh, this could be a sequel to Big. I love this could Big, be what he finally did. I feel like Sleepless in Seattle was oh, okay. yeah. healthier. Yeah. I kept thinking of Forrest Gump, but that's not good. That's not a great one. That's a bad one. I mean, technically, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, but that's because he's living... What's his it's name? a biopic. Yeah, right. He's living someone else's life. I can count that. Uh, what about Sully? Terminal? What's his, what's his life like in Sully? Um, he plane. saves the plane, and that's about his whole uh, You don't really feel yeah, don't don't really really it. He doesn't have a romantic interest in that other movie. No, he does have a wife in Sully. He has a wife and kid, but... He's in, it's a biopic again, isn't he's it? He's a pilot. Right. You can't, he be, a, you can't be a pilot. Stop picking biopics. I'm sorry, Tom Hanks. It is a biopic, but a also you story. can't be a pilot and a good father. Woody so. and Bo Peep. She ditched his ass. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. she convinces him that he ass. needs to ditch his godlike overlord. And How's that movie end, though? That's how... Yeah, how's that do you know how series of movies end? He chose a new godlike overlord. We don't know. We haven't seen Toy Story 5. Yeah, you're right. We haven't. What... Wait, I thought he went with that little girl who took all the other. That was in three. There was a whole other movie. I I saw it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no. At the end of that movie, Woody leaves all of the other toys and goes with Bo Peep to just become I don't know. They're like she's like a marauder. she's like a. She's become yeah. She's become yeah. He goes off to start. She's uh, a cyberpunk. uh, What's that show called? Texas Ranger, but with Woody now. Texas Ranger. Yeah, but with Woody now. Texas Ranger. Or it's just Woody Texas Ranger instead of Walker Texas Ranger. What's the show from the movie? What's the show from the that movie? Woody is from? Woody's uh, Roundup. There you yeah. go. Woody's Roundup too. Oh, okay. They're gonna reboot it. Yeah, Woody's but it'll Roundup. be a, it'll be a, like a Texas Ranger style thing where he goes from town yeah. to town and Saving they fix. All their yeah, and yeah, it's called exactly. Woody's I'd Roundhouse. Yeah, Woody's Roundhouse. Holy shit! <laughs> we gotta stop recording this and call HBO. <laughs> Somebody, Somebody. No, Disney, Disney, <laughs> Disney Plus. Yeah, of course. What do you mean? Right, we're gonna like a bit Disney Plus show. I'm surprised it's not already. Not for the my script. We're going to need HBO for him. Get Roundhouse kick It's Woody and Bo Peep. Okay, we need yeah, HBO. calm down. This isn't a <laughs> hentai. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no. She's got a no, bow no. staff. Let's move on. Uh, let's move on <laughs> somewhere right. else. What? She's got a shepherd's hook, what? not a bow staff. A... <laughs> not, my, not my script. <laughs> <laughs> not my shepherd's hook. Um... Uh. I don't know. Is so, there really no Tom Hanks good relationship? 
What happens, probably is, is unrealistic. What happens in Terminal? <laughs> he said sleepers in Seattle. No, Terminal's all right. And Terminal's got all right. Back and is that a real relationship in that true. movie? Oh, but what about him and, and Wilson? That's a good relationship. Mm. Wilson was trying to get away. He, uh, he, <laughs> he, wins, her, he, he wins her over in uh, Terminal. Does I don't he? remember. Yeah. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Wins her over, like by gaslighting, or just actually? No, yeah, by like being a good person. Oh, okay. I haven't seen the his movie recently enough to know that his character's trapped in it. Like he wins her over by with like doing good deeds. He like rebuilds the one bathroom to look like this fancy like Venetian bathroom, and that's his gift to her. Is Terminal a romantic comedy? I don't know if you call. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's even good. I think it's but yeah, it's like it's just yeah, really that's a weird ass movie. Anyway, the movie we're yeah. talking about is You've Got Mail. In fact, right? it might be funnier than this movie, and this movie's probably... This movie is not well. funny. No. I would, mm. I would say. There's a couple of funny moments. Some of Tom, reacts, Tom reactions, Hanks's. Tom <laughs> Hanks's reactions are funny, but... I don't think there's much comedic writing. Yeah. Yeah. There's some yeah, attempts. Tom Hanks does his best to make some, some scenes funny. Right, but he knows be. he has to be the bad guy, so it's a hard, hard sell. Yeah. Yeah, they do a lot of work to make him a bad guy. Every time Meg Ryan threw a punch, made me cry. Heard every time you cry from her throwing a punch and Angel gets his wings. <laughs> it's not very many angels are getting wings these days. Yeah, it's not the only <laughs> way for an angel to get its wings. It's just another. It's just an additional it's option. An additional, yeah. So, <laughs> Tears explored. from Meg Ryan movies give angels wings. Uh, she's only, got a punch, and then only yet when she's yeah, punching, and he's got to see and it. It's got to be my tears. Yeah, if it draws one tear, that's one angel one. Yeah, but any more than one tear, it's still one angel one. Right. You unless unless punch. it's a separate situation. If she's throwing combinations, it'll just be whichever tear. It's is just most. a waste of punches. Yeah, but yeah. every punch she throws is a waste. What of about punches. saving Mr. Banks? Damn. Is that a? What about mean? saving Private Ryan? See him There's no romance in this. Wait, no Private Ryan. Yeah, right. He's. The main... He's Lieutenant Dana. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Dana. <laughs> Getting a uh, Tom Hanks movie is confused. What is the one? I'm just keep trying is to come back that? to it. Yeah, he's in Saving Private. He's the captain. It's right. Like, mm-hmm. Captain Ryan. What are you saying? you never seen Saving Private Ryan? I've never seen it. It's got my name in it. I don't mind supposed to see it's it. It's not your name. <laughs> well, Ryan's the last one. Find name. me a Ryan before 1991. I fucking dare you. I won't see it. Uh, yeah. Huh? I won't see it. I'm not going to put forth the effort. You're blind. Ear blind? I thought you said ear blind. I was like, that's just deaf. <laughs> can't, can't hear, can't see corn. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is there anything else to be said about this movie? It sucks. You said that. Oh. Um, Imagine going like from filming Saving Private Ryan to filming You've Got Mail in the same year. You're like fucking they serious? They released they the definitely same year. Funded. They're both 98. Actually, they emailed ah, that's They're high. both 98. They emailed He was worn out from doing that for Saving Private Ryan. He was like, and uh, this, But that this doesn't explain why it was written like shit. Well, because they adapted it from 18 other things. It's just low effort. Right. They emailed it in. <sighs> I think I've emailed the podcast. Lost half a point kinda, that yeah. Part, so. yeah. But, I mean, how much more effort can we possibly put forth? Okay. We're all actually here. Meg Ryan might not have been there. <laughs> just throwing accusations down. <laughs> you don't know. She could have been on her face. I don't know that. Yeah, we don't know that. Or at least the script. Less was. likely in 98, but not impossible, I guess. But unpro- not probable. Well, wasn't it set in New York? Yes. Like, how can she live in New York and have her head so far up her ass? <laughs> Meg Ryan? Been in New York? Yeah. yeah I get it. No, yeah. no, like, she's too stupid to survive in New York. That's true. That's true, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. She's not even like half the time her employees. She don't does show live. Up. She does She's live at her boyfriend's place, who is a man that is older than her and was a. Yeah, but then they break they up like, and she stays there. Yeah, which and is he leaves, and then she gets together with the rich guy. So like, she survived in New York by a parasitic fashion. I don't know. She her own she had broken up with him because when she was six, she was in an apartment that was not either. Honestly, she sold that. She sold that. <clears throat> The building space in Manhattan. That's oh, yeah, true. that's true. She's, She's minted. She that. Might, yeah, yeah, she might actually that have more money than he That little bookstore was probably <laughs> like... Yeah, I doubt that too. Yeah. It's still, well, that's so Starbucks, like, though. She probably got like 1.5 mil for that little place. In 1998, mm. that's basically... Yeah, but think about the rent in New York. I lost you a year and a half. You're on the streets. Yeah, you got to move out of New York. You could... Yeah. You gotta find a rich boyfriend. You gotta find a rich CEO boyfriend. Get him to break up um, with his. He did mention briefly that he was trying to change the 
the um, employees at his bookstore to be more. Uh, he did hire the people that right. worked at her book. Right, yeah. like more up like with a the time. Yeah. Good faith. Yeah, but was it? Was it a good? Did he I still? Mean, good they movie? probably went from making whatever they made at that bookstore to seven twenty-five an hour. So that's a great thing that he did on top of the months of manipulation to trick this woman into marrying there's or no, to loving him. Listen, there's no redeeming this man. He's yeah. an evil. That's what I mean. There's no like, yeah, he gave them their jobs back, but he also but then you, took their jobs like, away. In his romantic, he's also selling life, them low-cost books. In his romantic life, he's that's a true. gaslighter. In his uh, business life, he's a terrible corporate shill who, you know, yeah. also, kills small bookstores. he might have been lying, but he did say that you could technically go in there and read all day and then leave. He did say that. That now got cut from the interview, but... I mean, you can do that. <laughs> like, that. you know, Barnes and Nobles and Borders. Like, yeah, they'd let you do that, so... You don't even have to buy their shit. It did get cut from the interview. <laughs> uh, man. I don't know. You guys hated him. I'm like... Appalled really at everything Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan did, yeah. What was her name in the movie? Kathleen? Kathleen, Kathleen Kelly. Kelly, yeah. And she kept loving to say her full name. Yes. They also love to say it. Dave Chappelle says it a lot. He F-O-X. Said, mm-hmm. yeah. Came up a few times. Yeah, I wonder if it's just yeah. a part. Like, I wonder if that's a holdover from the plays and stuff. Like, they were all... I think it was because the characters were so two-dimensional that they'd be forgetful. Like they just like they the just name. barraged you with their names, hoping you'd remember the yeah, characters. Right. Yeah, and we still did. forgot them. I didn't. Yeah. Well, you remembered eventually. Yes, that's how it works. I thought it was because they were going for like a Kathy and Regis kind of thing. Because well, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I it was, it was a Pride Marvel name thing. ripoff. Yeah. Oh, was oh it? that's possible. It's a Pride oh, yeah. and Prejudice thing. Uh, well, that's what he did too, so he could remember. He right. wrote so many books. Right. Right. Stanley Method. Yeah, yeah the Stanley Method. Yeah. Can't compare this to any of that. Has anyone here read Pride and Prejudice? No. I read Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. In high school. For a few chapters. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched the movie. With the zombies or without? Both. They made a movie with the zombies? I've seen both. Yeah. Oh. They also made I a watch Abraham, few chapters of uh, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I doubt it. Movie, I've movie. been told. Not as good. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, I just it's don't remember. But I don't know. I'm wasn't curious. as bad as you've got mail, that's for sure. Tell us what you hate about Meg Ryan <clears throat> for 30 minutes if you can. <laughs> Maybe at least 15. Okay, so like this broad is constantly doing the dumb shit. <laughs> like, number one, like you said earlier, there are a million points in time where like, oh, it's so obvious. How has she not figured it out? And instead of figuring it out, she scrunches her face up, goes, mm, and does something stupid. And somebody gives her a fucking coffee like she's the queen of the goddamn world. I couldn't stand that dumb shit. And every time she's supposed to have an intelligent moment, like she runs a bookstore. She has employees. But she is the ditziest, uselessest, most pensive. And she reads a lot. It's weird that she's so She actually like, high roads his character a couple times about how she's smarter than him. Yeah. And then does dumb shit. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Like left and right. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, oh, I'm smarter than you. And he's like, oh, well, here's a hint at who you're talking to. Oh, here's another hint at who you're talking to. She's like, mm. He's just fucking give her a fucking yeah. coffee. I really yeah. like that impression. I, I hope it's somehow being conveyed well enough. I wish there was a way I could show everyone. Just go to that scene where she's laying in bed <laughs> and she gets all pissy about something. Mute the sound. And just, just <laughs> replay that. <laughs> I could not. Stand I don't know. I think it's. I, I try it again. I'm gonna close my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I see it. I don't know. If you can't see it, I, it's, I'm sorry you can't see it, but I can see it. It's if you've ever seen Meg Ryan, you've seen that. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, you know the face. You know the look. It's that same stupid, dumb, ditzy look she had for six years, <laughs> and for like four of them, the whole world was like, "She's America's sweetheart. She's so great." And I'm like, "She's fucking white bread that ain't even." Sliced. What made her famous? Like, like they didn't even yeah, butter did that shit. Hugh Grant <laughs> made her grand made her famous. <laughs> I don't know, but you told me to go in. <laughs> go in. I mean, you Grant made her famous. Well, I'm sure she. I'm pretty sure she did like three or four movies with him, and then she did Sleepless in Seattle, which I do enjoy. I like Sleepless in Seattle, but then I realized oh, that I don't even think it's her half the time. Top Gun made her famous. Tom Cruise. Fucking. Tom She's got Scientology Cruise. energy. 
And oh, Harry Met when Harry Met Sally. That's that. could have probably oh, that's, a big one. that's yeah. when she got her first Golden Globe that's nomination. Probably so, it. so that was when she. I can't bash when Harry Met Sally. I'll get in trouble for that later. No, this movie sucks though, so that's okay. You can bash this one. <laughs> yeah. She's all over this. In my opinion, when Harry Met Sally sucked too. God, she's in so many wrong. <laughs> you just gotta go in on it. Her whole yo, like I like, only ever seen one. Rom coms. It's so Meg Ryan is a movie that I didn't hate. And up until right before this podcast, I didn't even realize it was freaking Meg Ryan. <laughs> well, it sleeps in Seattle. Yeah. yeah, yeah What's yeah. her most recent film uh, that she acted in, or that she directed? She directed Ithaca, but the last one she acted in was what? The Women. Oh, I thought it was You've Got Mail because Hollywood said, "Get the fuck out." <laughs> if only. If only. No, she had she had ten more years of rom coms to put out. <laughs> Holy shit. Jeez. Let me give you the full. Let me get the full. How many times can you pretend to fall in love? How many She's times cashing can you a check every time? <laughs> well, at least ten years. Or... At least ten years. Jesus. How many times did they write a check when she did it? Oh, every time. Like, Meg, we're going to need you to squinch your nose at least six times in this movie. <laughs> Do you know how many zeros that's on my check, you guys? It's just on her headshots. It's just that four times. Oh, she was also in Ithaca. She was <laughs> at in different angles. So Ithaca, Fangirl, Serious Moonlight, The Women, My Mom's New Boyfriend, The Deal, In the Land of Women, Against the Ropes, In the Cut, Kate and Leopold. Oh, Proof of Life. Hang on. How many of these sound like rom-coms to you? All of them. All of them. You've got mail. Hurley Burley, City of Angels, Anastasia, Addicted to Love, Courage Under Fire, Restoration, French Kiss, IQ, When a Man Loves a Woman, Flesh and Bone, Sleepless in Seattle, Prelude, in, Prelude to a Kiss, The Doors. The Doors? <laughs> oh, so it's a biopic. Oh. She plays Pamela Corson. I don't know. Somebody Probably played. somebody Jim broke Morrison's up the doors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it keeps going back. Top Gun is... It's funny, we, we never do this for, for anyone else. <laughs> Why are we going so hard on say, yeah, yeah. I mean, because we already tried Tom Hanks, and he's got too many good... Yeah, he's, he's got, got too many good films. Too much yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if it hasn't happened already, somebody needs to put the final nail in that coffin on Meg Ryan's <laughs> career so we can move the hell on. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I don't, I'm not attached to her enough to fight you on this. Right. Go watch some Meg Ryan movies. No, I can't make it. We should put them on this wheel. Honestly, I'd rather not. I made myself watch this one and I'd regret it already. We should do a wheel of Meg Ryan. I was honestly surprised. You should fuck right off. Is what you should do. One film for I was honestly surprised when you pulled this out of your hat. <laughs> I have wanted to see this movie to understand. David's hated this movie since 1998. Well, I've only hated it since this year, but. I'm on that track. I've got a long, <laughs> but I hate it just as history. <laughs> I've got a lot of backup hate for this movie. Yeah, I've got about two weeks of hate built up. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we took some hiatus between, well, some of us watched this movie. Hey, nobody knows that. Maybe I barely stayed awake. That's true. That's I, that's definitely true. And you weren't even in Seattle. If I had, If I had watched this movie by <laughs> myself, I would have <laughs> fallen asleep. Yeah, like luckily I had someone to talk to and make fun. of I was movies. mad enough throughout most of it that I was pretty uh, pretty awake and just angry. I get so, angry at movies and just want to go to sleep. I'm like, oh, just offensive that they're trying to suggest that these characters are likable and heroes and not terrible and not awful people that need to be punished. Even, they should be punished. <laughs> I did have another uh, quote <laughs> that I should be punished. Oh, they said punched. I punched. I think they do deserve. Oh, punished. I, I had another uh, quote that I wrote down that I liked um, when she emailed him back saying that. She needed, like, business advice? Yes. He responds with, I'm a brilliant businessman. He does say that. And I was like, wow. That's when I realized the writing in this film was not going to be good. Yeah. When they started reading what their emails to each other, I was like... It started at the very beginning. Yeah. Did you know that they used oh. a... Uh, uh, this is a, Here's a stupid-ass fact that's probably cooler than the movie. They used a beta version of AOL Messenger in that I that was never actually released. Yeah. Did you, uh, it's a bit of a thing, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but did uh, shortcuts not exist? Could you not select all backspace? Were they using 95 or? Yeah. Oh, when he was like. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. He didn't have to do that. Right. That was just for convenience. It annoyed me They had like four other options. Like this man is definitely business savvy. He would have been using a computer. Okay. Here's the thing. And this goes back to Bossman69420. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a CEO. He's not a computer guy. Right. But. I've seen people Listen. do that in 2020, John. Right. I've seen people right. do this. Right. I agree with Ryan on this one. I don't All think right. there's a CEO in the world who knows that you can hold down the backspace button and it deletes everything. Here's a story Great. I told you a million times, probably never said on recorded air. I I knew a CEO. I know a CEO <laughs> who thought for years 
decades that the only way to get a new Word document was to save it out of an email that somebody if so, she had to wait for somebody to send her a Word document in an attachment as an email, save it, and then delete everything in it and save multiple copies of the blank paper because there's no other way to get a new Word document. After I saw that, all bets were off. I'll believe anything. That's insane. That's the level you're... She's a fucking lawyer. <laughs> no. I won't say anymore. I've already said too much. <laughs> Sounds like it's Meg That's Ryan now. Fucking <laughs> First and last computer. <laughs> Meg Ryan Esquire. Goodness gracious. She's still got that damn thing and can't figure out why it goes so slow. Yeah, she's like, I don't understand. <laughs> How old is she? It's she's not, pretty it's old. Not, she, she's got to be pretty old at this Meg point. Meg Ryan? Uh, I'm going to say, knowing nothing about her. Yeah. 46. Oh, that's too low. That's, that's too low. low. That's too low. Yeah. 62. 46 too low? 62? I'm going 67. 67. No, I'm going to say 63. You're all fucked. 67. <laughs> 63. She is 60 years old exactly. Damn. Damn. I was right too high. How, what's she look like nowadays? Old. She looks old. old. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> she looks like Dolly Parton Damn. or something. She looks like what she should look like. She could do a dolly. Party. What does that mean? The soul is husky, but not human. Or like a exactly. golden girl. She could be a golden girl. Look, she's even half scrunching her damn stupid ass face right Maybe there. Maybe that's just her face. It is now. It's terrible. Uh, it is now. She scrunched it so much that's stuck that way. Her and Renee Zellweger <laughs> should just go somewhere. Well, we've just spent most of this review ragging I'm on I'm sorry, Meg Renee Ryan. Zellweger. You're cool with yeah, me. It's pretty yeah, rough. You can, tell, fail, you can tell it's a podcast. You did give us men. 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Boo hoo, Meg, Meg Ryan. Ryan. Golden Gold Blitter. Fucking multi millionaire Top yeah. Gun. Yeah. Meg Ryan. Into our podcast, oh, yeah. and then we won't, then we won't <laughs> shit on you so hard. But if you don't, I'm gonna shit on you every week from I now will, on. I will yeah, name, I if she donates money to the podcast, a thousand dollars, I will use her films for all of my wheel picks. Wow. If she donates two thousand dollars, I'll write Dianetics two for Tom Tom Cruise if to she, personally base Top Gun whatever the next sequel is on. If she donates five thousand dollars in our name to an actual charity, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll just change the podcast name to Meg Ryan's Alphabet Theater Podcast. Absolutely not. <laughs> no <laughs> way in hell are you going to put my name. I don't want my name under that shit. <laughs> if she donates a wing to the Hershey Medical Center. A whole wing. In, a, in the Alphabet Theater's name. Oh. Oh, wow. Then she can have the name. Then it will be called Meg Ryan's Alphabet Theater Podcast. I'll sign up for that. But the hospital has to stay Alphabet Theater yeah, Podcast. Obviously. Can we rebuit it to MR? Okay. Yeah, obviously. Oh, like, well, yeah. She's not an animal. Mr. Alphabet Theater. I'm fine with M. Ryan. Mr. Alphabet Theater. That's Mitchell Ryan. Mitchell Ryan donated this wing. Who the hell is Mitchell no, Ryan? No, no, no. The wing is at 100% Who Alphabet Theater. It's just Alphabet Theater Podcast. Oh, okay. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the podcast yeah. will be renamed Mr. Alphabet Theater. It'll be the Alphabet Theater colon health center. Yeah. Colon spelled out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, why would it be? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> what kind of what reality would I it thought be? you meant the symbol colon. You're saying it would be in this fake world. It would be Sacred Heart Hospital colon Alphabet Theater Podcast colon yeah Health Center <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> no, no, no. colon 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 health colon center. colon Health Center <laughs> yes. colon yeah. stop saying colon <laughs> I can't. Oh man. oh man, that's enough. Fuck you, Meg Ryan. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Uh, all right, so that was technically a podcast. Yeah, we want to do ratings. Yes, what do we rate on this show again? What? What's well, one to five? We're doing a lot of these podcasts lately. What do we rate on this show, this particular show? <laughs> what do you mean all the other podcasts? All the other movie podcasts. Oh, uh, We go one out of five. One out of five? One out of five is what we're wow. looking for. Thank God we don't do it a ten. The one being... This actually, this actually might be a one, considering how low effort went in and being copy and pasted from... Well, actually, several, they wouldn't know how to sources. do the Yeah, it's a one. It's a one for me, actually. Yeah? I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. Here, I'll start. I wouldn't recommend <laughs> this to anyone. I don't like the acting. I think both characters are atrocious. I think they're both bad people. I think they deserve to be punished and not <laughs> rewarded for their actions. And I don't think this movie does any of that very well. It's got comedic actors that are wasted. It has uh, Oscar-winning talent. Is yeah. Tom Hanks won Oscar? Yeah. yeah. Golden Globe well, winners in this bitch? Yeah. Wasted. Wasted, wasted, wasted. Wasted. Dave Chappelle? Wasted. Dave Chappelle, wasted. This idea, copied. And copied poorly. It's the worst version of the story, that I, as far as I can tell. And it's told poorly. And I will hopefully never have to watch it again. I wouldn't recommend it the to anyone. The parody of this film is better than so you are, this film. 
stick him with one. I can't think of any reason why the I should. The parody was actually not bad. That's, the way it sounded, it sounded funny. Yeah. I can't think of any reason I at it. that I shouldn't raise I, I didn't laugh at this film. So. I, yeah, I mean, I only brought it up because the of your logic. parody me off guard to the point where I immediately... <laughs> because I think it like, should be, should check this movie. unlike <laughs> Material <laughs> Girls, which I'm bringing up again, unlike Material Girls, which is a movie that is for somebody, this movie... And it's wholly its own. Could be for me. I'm not. A, I don't think I'm opposed to the idea of love. I mean, you did pick it. or romantic comedies or the internet in its early stages. Sure. I like all of those things. That's maybe true. I believe there's potential for like, and I love Tom Hanks. But yeah, sure. you I, even. I mean, we are the target not, demographic for the rom coms. Uh, you have so it's targeted at females. Know, all right, I watch hundred percent. They have targets. to go. They have to manage to bring a guy along with them. Here's what I will say: the is time. the most damning. <laughs> The reason why this girl. is a one for me. Yeah. You watch romantic comedies with somebody. Yeah, yeah. so here's my point to that. If this was to get laid by said person. If I was a 13 if I was to from, I don't even six, want to get laid afterwards. If I was a 12 <laughs> to 16 year old girl and I was watching romantic if I was Put not romantic comedies. If I was a 12 to 16 year old girl and I was watching Material Girls, I can't focus. I'm sorry, go it's on. okay. Go on. I just I wish we could get a repeat of what he just said. That's what I was saying. <laughs> oh well, what I was saying is what I was going <laughs> off was I if if you took me to this film and we were watching this as a couple, I wouldn't want to get laid afterwards. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Period. Period. Even if I did that thing with my tongue, <laughs> I would definitely expect the extra special shit with the tongue after seeing this shit. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, yeah. It better be. Like, it's it not even a question. Like, and so that's that kind of that kind of leads into wow. what I was saying, which was if I was in the target demographic for Material Girls, I would have enjoyed Material Girls. I'm in the potential target demographic for this because I watched it with my fiance and I did not have feelings of love. I had feelings of disgust. I was like, damn, this is a really unhealthy relationship between two shithole people. I'm glad this isn't what we're dealing with. Now, did you say that out loud with her? Yes. Did she, she have the same feelings? That's true. Yes, she did. Ah, okay. And there was a mutual hatred for this movie. So okay. there was like there was bonding Zendra there. Also hated this movie. There was she, bonding she there. Hate many she didn't like this movie either. No. Miss Gravy wasn't a fan either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So even the target demographic for rom-coms, even if you count it as only females, it's open. Or even man. couples. Like, even people who are looking to be like, oh, this is cute. It wasn't. No. It was two bad people having a bad relationship. Yeah, there's no good relationships in the in the film. There's three bad relationships in the film. It, yeah. Not counting his dad and his grandfather. So it's a one. It's got to be a one. It's like you picked good actors and I think wasted. I think you've convinced me. I think I'll also give this movie a one. Thank goodness. We finally I got did there. not expect to be the dark horse here. Oh, jeez. What are you, don't give it a four. I, one? No. Don't I was thinking about giving it a two, but I can't come up with a reason I, to give I it also a was thinking that, I couldn't think I also, of any redeeming. I, I think that same thing. I don't know. I I guess I'm the only one who probably should because I did actually. There were bits I kind of liked and I admired the concept, even if it was replicated. For 1998 is the part I liked. The AOL email bits. <laughs> like, but I think at best... You like that somebody saw this old script and was like, I know how we can get a sponsor right, for this. Right, I mean, hey. I know how we can pay you know, for this. Admire like, the hustle. I don't know. I guess. Uh, I think maybe I'll give it... Uh, maybe I'll give it a 1.5. I'll give it a 1.5. I feel safe. He doesn't want to... I also love Tom Hanks. He's afraid of giving Tom Hanks a 1. Yeah, I'll never... I won't do it. You see, find now, me, if see, you find me, Tom Hanks will be the one. He he won't do it. He won't who, give who wants to go next? To who wants to go next? I'm gonna stay with 1.5. I'm yeah, gonna also give it a 1.5. Yeah. Only because I do think that that's a 1.5. I believe at least <laughs> there are like um, demographics of people out there that this could be for. Apparently, none of our anecdotally, do we know anyone who likes this movie? Actually, I think my overly religious aunt likes this movie. See, in '98, it's, it's the. Uh, I remember them watching him in '98 and liking it. Like I remember them going to the basement and being like, "You've got mail. We gotta watch it on the big TV." The vet ant. The vet ant. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. <clears throat> Do I have an ant who's a vet that I don't? Yeah, know I thought she was a like she takes yeah. care of dogs or like a veteran. Yeah, yeah. No, like a, <laughs> like yeah, a vet technician, vet. like that takes Is care she of a veteran animals. veterinarian? Is she a veteran veterinarian? No, not no, that. I've aunt? never had an ant that did that. Different ant. It was never an aunt of mine. Alright, well, you had this little aunt of mine. This little aunt was not a veteran Um, Billy? You want my score? Yeah. Uh, it's a one. It's a one. Listen, I can't think of any movie that could do Tom Hanks this badly. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I just didn't like it. I didn't like anything about this film. It's hard to make Tom Hanks unlikable. I don't have anything good to say about it. It's wrong to make Tom Hanks unlikable. But they they actively pursue. No, no. I mean, I mean, it's it's weird to cast Tom Hanks in a role where he has to be unlikable. Yes. Especially at that time. I mean, the man was pretty consistently. Well, I guess technically you're not supposed to like him in a League of Their Own or. But you do, you know, he's curmudgeonly, but, but you do come around on him. He's not evil. Like, he's, he's not, not yeah. evil in that movie. He's just, he's... There's a it, far cry between, like, his sexism in that movie and man, manipulating yeah. somebody into loving him, ruining their business, destroying their life. Hey. And then making them fall in love with him. I got it. I'm here. I understand. I'm just saying. That's a crime to do to that actor. Yeah. That's a bad deal. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done it. Shouldn't have done that. But you're a one and a half man, so. Yeah, I like Tom Hanks a lot more than me. Oh, yeah. I love Tom Hanks. I, I like, like Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks in a lot of yeah. stuff. Is the pro- like I think he's yeah. good in a lot of I stuff. He's so. consistently yeah, I mean, good. Yeah. I, even in this, I thought he was good. He was, I just he was thought the only good part about the film didn't have a lot. To, I, don't <laughs> I don't count Dave Chappelle because he had four lines. Most of them were the same I'm, words. He had about twelve lines. You just like the yeah, one line. That's only. That's only counting the thing that he repeated. For I don't know. I like their friendship that was conveyed at the beginning of the movie. We didn't get to see it like enough of, which I don't know if it was really a friendship. It seemed more like he was his boss and he was just yeah, he know, was like, that. Yes. It. But uh, when they would like repeat exact lines of dialogue, I kind of like that. It made me feel like they were actually friends. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I think they are actually friends in real life. Yeah, I think that's how that happens. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's a strange friendship. friendship. Man, I'd love to see a movie with those two like today. Hell yeah, that'd be good. I would watch that. Not this half baked. Tom Hanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be good. I would watch that. I was trying to think of some kind of pun based on Tom Hanks' name. What if they remade uh, Cheech and Chong's Up and Smoke, but it was Tom Hanks and Dave Chappelle? That would just that might, might be weird. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that. One. I don't know about that one. Uh, yeah. be pretty good. I don't know about that one. <clears throat> uh, so, we want to talk about next week. Desperately. Let's talk about next week then. We don't uh, need to spend more time on this. Yeah, that's uh that's, that's our review our review. That's I mean, our watch that's our alphabet theatering of uh You've Got Mail. I'm not doing the voice. <laughs> Legally distinct. I'm not doing it. I'm not even trying to do it. I don't want there to be a confusion because sometimes my cadence makes it sound like I'm about to. You can not say, doing it. You have got mail. You have gotten some mails. It's not the title. No, the title of the family is You've Got Mail. Got mail. You've got mail. Right. I'm not doing the voice. We all heard. I was never doing it. No one heard of the voice. Um, <laughs> Next week we're doing Christmas movies. I'm still the host of this thing. You can't you can't take it away from me. I wasn't gonna. Uh, we're doing Christmas movies next week. We're done with the season. We did it. 26 episodes. Somehow. I was yeah. Well, all the alphabet. 24. 26 episodes, and we didn't skip a single letter or merge any together. <laughs> this is well. I guess yeah. Plus, we had the bonus episode at the beginning. Yep. The best one, probably. Ad Astra's well, finally off this list forever. You don't ever have to hear about it again. Next season, we're instituting some new rules, one of which is when we're not talking about Ad Astra. We have to that's retire not, Ad Astra. We should just put a, that's not true. I'm going to keep bringing it up forever. You can't stop. We, should we can make it like a swear jar. We can't bring back old movies anymore. You know? can't bring up that mess of comparison point? Up, yep. Dead movies. They're dead. Oh, we watched God. them, now they're dead. <clears throat> Either way, yeah. What if we made it so that if you bring up an old movie, you lose your pick for that week? It just becomes a bargain bin slot. What if it's just reduced? You just how do you reduce? Like, oh, you, you we get lose four, a. Yeah. Oh shit! Four, we have one. hearts now. Yeah. Oh health, my god! And if you we're introducing out. a health bar in season two. Uh, maybe these are all options. Oh, you've just heard it confirmed right here. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk about next week. Uh, yeah, yeah, Christmas we're movies. We're picking our favorite Christmas movies, the ones that we think is the best Christmas movie that you can watch every year. The movie, actually, I don't even think it's the movie that you find is the best. We're it is the movie to me. This is what Christmas movies are to me, folks. It's the it's the movie that you have to watch every year in December, regardless of how many times you've seen it, who you're watching it with. You just got to get it on the list, watch it once. That's that's the puts you in the spirit, puts you in the mood. Forgiven. I have like eight movies that fit that. Right, but you got to pick number one. Yeah. Number. Yeah, for the purposes of this podcast, the one you have to Where if you were locked in jail and could only pick one movie. Yeah. They were like, you get to pick one You get to pick one film for a per holiday inmate. Which which one do you want for Christmas? I'm picking Hocus Pocus for Halloween. Yeah, I'll still pick mine. It's a good one. Say Hocus Pocus for Halloween. <laughs> yes. That's I'm not, not a bad choice. That's a joke. Yeah, I mean it's an alright choice. That's a joke. You could pick Hubie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. Yeah. So I'll go first. 
Jingle all the way. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's uh, that kid who would go on to ruin Star Wars. Uh, it's uh, that guy before he died. The whole star-studded cast. Is I think it? the big show is in it. Wait, is Sinbad dead? No, Sinbad's in there. Oh. Well, no. you said that guy who died. Yeah, I wasn't talking about Sinbad. I was talking about... Uh, uh, Alan uh, Rickman? <clears throat> no, not Alan Rickman. <laughs> Troy McClure. Heard of him? Fucking... John, help me, please. What? What are we talking about? We're talking about some movie. Jingle, Jingle All the Way, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's my pick. Oh, okay, cool. Who's next? Well, thanks for picking. I'm going to uh, figure out who that guy was that I said about. Oh, do you want me to go next? Anybody, so there's not just some dead <laughs> air. Uh, my movie for my favorite Christmas movie is Eight Crazy Nights. Always has been, always will be. So, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Uh, rest you. in peace. Rest in peace. You may be thinking to yourself, it's about Hanukkah. Nothing. And Nothing you'd be fun. right. Uh, that's all I have to say. It's an animated film, Adam Sandler. Does all the voices? Like 75% of the voices. Most of the voices. Most of the voices. Him or Rob Schneider. Um, Do you know John does a killer whitey? Yes, I've heard it, in fact. Yes. Yeah, I do. If the movie gets picked, maybe you'll hear it. Will you do the intro as Whitey? <clears throat> only if the movie gets picked. And only if Billy well, doesn't want No, if it. no, if we get a different movie, I want you to do that intro as Whitey. Oh, I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> fine. fine. Uh, uh, next. You want me to go next? Okay. Uh, my pick is Love Actually. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I got a rom com this week. I uh, yeah, Following you know, I I got a bad rom com, so I wanted a good rom com of all time. We I actually watched a movie called Love Hard with Miss Gravy recently. Yeah. And in it they argue that um Love Actually is like the greatest Christmas movie of all time. I don't agree with that, but whereas in the other person in the romantic interests argues that Die Hard is the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Well, Sounds like that movie was made with me in mind. But uh, I'm not going to argue and say that this is the greatest movie. It's just a movie I like and happens to be a movie I have to watch every Christmas because it's a solid Christmas movie. It's mm -hmm. a solid movie in general, in my opinion, but I'm not going to make any bold accusations like it's the greatest. Wow. It's just the greatest to me. Wow. Dave? It's the greatest right. Christmas movie. <laughs> That's that John said. Greatest movie ever. Yeah, that quote. I'm going to go with the Christmas story. Is that the one with the frozen tongue? Yep. Mm -hmm. I've never seen this movie. It's good. It is it's a good classic. One. But I've seen a lot about it. Is it the, okay, leg is it the one with the leg lamp? Okay. Leg yep, lamp. Yep, is yep. it the one with... I can't uh, put my arms down. You oh, shoot it. your eye out. My you boss quotes this movie all the time. Is this the movie with... Uh, 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 never mind. He quotes <laughs> it a lot. I'll think of them at some point. Maybe after I've seen it. I would also like uh, to say that I love It's like the same lot of Christmas movies. It's like the same lot of Christmas movies. I can actually see where you're going with that, and I'm not upset about it. Very quotable. Very quotable. Christmas I can't think of a single quote also about that he kids. says, and he quotes it a lot. You're not going to believe about a squirrel? Is there a squirrel in that movie? I can believe this, but this no, movie, so. uh, You've Got Mail, is now our lowest rated movie. I'll believe that. It again. deserves it. It does. It does deserve it. In my opinion, I mean, some people might worse than lower than Under the Stars, Under the Silver Lake. Yeah, it's because lower than fucking... that shitty Andrew Garfield movie. <laughs> because some of you, John, are sellouts and you won't rate movies what they properly deserve because you feel like there's too much craft in making these films. You don't want to disrespect uh, them. Like can we you spin the wheel already. Jesus, let's get this Christmas uh, train. We, I'm here. Oh wait, yeah, let's talk about the. Uh, so we um, we have two. Yeah, go for it. You're the guy. Do you remember the... You're the guy. The bargain bin? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. It's Our bargain bins for this, uh, the, this episode, they don't come from us from any Rotten Tomatoes list. They come to us from sheer happenstance. The wheel that we're spinning happens to have white and black spaces. Our bargain bin movies... Uh, they, one orange space. They concern <laughs> two of those spaces. <laughs> yeah, we don't... Why is that? Yeah. It's the one. All right. There's one fucking orange space. <laughs> Everything else is black and white. <laughs> Our bargain bin spaces <laughs> occupy one black and one white space right next to each other on this wheel. It's an audio <laughs> podcast, so you just have to understand it's a wheel on that. They absolve two spaces there. Uh, the previous bargain bin. Spots. The black bargain bin will be Black Christmas. The white bargain bin will be White Christmas. Genuinely thought you were going to reverse them. Good. It's, too annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like chess. Yeah. yeah. What? No. Yeah. Well, there's smoke, there's fire. That's the chess rule, right? Sure. Spin that Spin wheel. That wheel.
Are you fucking kidding me? Like, really? The worst choice. The worst possible choice. It's like gonna be no wheel. freaking Christmas spirit. The worst one in the wheel. It's because I didn't say, oh, I'll leave you with yeah, the sound of a spinning wheel. wheel. That's on you. Has anyone seen Black Christmas? No one. We all will have in one week's yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Buffer zone. That's what it's called. <laughs> Buffer zone. Yeah.